Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Wednesday. Hump day is upon us. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci here at Chop Studios. And let me tell you something. I'm in a good mood. I know I, exhilarating moments here at Chop Studios yesterday to watch Team USA do their thing in the World Cup. I know you're the biggest soccer fan that is in this building right now. Yeah, all I know is there was like 300 total minutes played, and I saw a tweet yesterday that it was, says the the U.S. men's national team looks like the Yankees' offense in the American League Championship Series. They oh, just don't score. Interesting. But somehow they're on top of the world still. Hey, I'm, I'm proud to be an American, right? But soccer, I just I can't get behind it. I'm sorry, you will. Dave. You and will if you're the rest forced. of the world, apparently. I've been getting ripped to shreds. I mean, it's one of the most popular sports in the world. So it's, it's, it's pretty insane. Like I said... The back and forth stuff. There's a couple things. It's like when they're right there, like they're they're on the offensive pursuit and they're about to put the ball on net, and then they stop, and then they pass it back, and then they pass it back, and they pass it back. It winds up on their own goalie, and I'm like, dude, you were right there. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? But again, I, I digress with the soccer. I think they should just start the game off with free kicks. Like you each, there's four rounds. Penalty there's- kicks. Yes. Because free kicks, free kicks, again, that's good. another ball. That's another thing. Like, why is there even a such thing as a free kick? The free kick is is uh, an anomaly for me. It makes no sense. Anyway. But anyway, here we are to talk football. <laughs> yeah. American football. American, American football. football. Actually, before we get there, anybody else see my Knicks drop 140 points last night in an NBA regular season game? I did. Uh, because, look, NBA is coming to Mojo, so it's inevitable at this point. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about the Knicks when they have the scoring opportunities. Do I think they're going to be a playoff team? Maybe in the East, they're 500 right now. I think 500 gets in. It's like one of those 10 There's, spots. You know what I mean? Like yes, 10 that's play the problem in the deal. NBA is that. Which, again, participation trophies left and right for me. Eight seeds. It's been that way since the beginning of time. Why we have changed it to like, well, we'll give a couple more well, teams you, a If you've seen in the last in, like, couple seasons, it was like Steph Curry against LeBron in the playing game. So they're sure, looking at it yeah, as an so opportunity. Ratings purposes. I'm here for more NBA games. Uh, of so course, I am too. I am too. But let's get to today's uh, meat and potatoes of this episode. All right, yesterday we got into uh, a little bit of a debate. It sparked some, uh, not controversy within the the back office with the mojo. We're, we're trying to figure out. So I think we maybe it's the front office, but yes. Yeah, I mean, thing. look, here's the thing. And we'll talk about Rodgers in a second, but the reason why this was sparked was because of the fact that we said that Matt Stafford would maybe be better off retiring at the end of the season or at least shutting it down right now. So that's the segment where we come up with shut him down because – there's plenty of guys in I the league. I stand by that I think Matthew Stafford retires, by the way. I stand by that. The money was brought in, like how much he's guaranteed. But you said he's got a lot of that chunk up front with signing bonuses and everything like that. So maybe he's looking at it like, okay. I mean, yes, when you think about it, grand scheme of things, when you're li- leaving like $10, $12, $15 million on the table it, a year, comes, it's alarming. I think but- he comes with a $10 million cap hit each year going forward if they were to release him. So they don't really, I mean, release. If he were to retire, they're not releasing him. I think that changes everything. No, no, no. They won't release him. But, like I said, Stafford is a debatable thing. Now, yesterday, courtesy of the Pat McAfee show, uh, we had Aaron Rodgers do his normal Tuesday spot. He was talking about his injury, and he was saying that he's basically ready to go, or he will be ready to go by the time they play Chicago. And now me, I'm not, listen, Roger, again, I've said this a million times. Rogers broke my heart. I hate him as a football player uh, on the field, right? But nor outside of that, he's a good dude. He's cool to listen to, like whatever. But for this ego, 
has to be coming into part here. The Packers are four and eight, Chris. The Packers are four and eight. And I don't mean to dig that on you, but like they're not playing well. Facts they're, are facts. They're basically eliminated from the playoff contention. Does nine and eight squeeze you in in the NFC? Maybe, but would that mean they would have to run the table? So that I don't foresee that happening. They're not. Right, so they won't run the table. So, in that regard, the Packers of 2022 are done. Last week, we saw a little bit of a flash from Jordan Love. We saw that last year for a game because Rodgers missed a game with COVID. Like, But now this year, we saw what he can do uh, within a very, very small sample size. Is this Rodgers' so ego you're talking yes, about? Yes, because look, he, now yeah. he wants to play against Chicago when this is like a perfectly tailor-made situation for Jordan Love to make his first career start well, at Lambeau Field Rogers, against the Bears. Aaron Rodgers just watched Mike White carve Chicago up to the tune of like 321 and three touchdowns. So, of course, he wants to play against Chicago. Jordan Love wants to play against Chicago, too. And you're saying ego. I'm saying... I, what I'm saying overall, shut Aaron Rodgers down for the year. Let Jordan Love I, go. I don't necessarily disagree with that from a organizational standpoint. Right. But if we're going to touch on this in two, two facets right now. First being from Rodgers' standpoint... And then second from the organization. I mean, you spoke standpoint. to him. Go ahead. Tell yeah, well, well <laughs> so, just so. understanding like the way things have worked and do work in the league, we saw Jameis Winston talk about it in almost kind of comedically where he was like, you're not supposed to. That's the age old saying. You're not supposed to lose your job. I don't know who injury. said that, by the way. Whoever said that? He, I guess he's never heard of Wally Pip. Well, like, uh, look, that is like almost a common thing. Like You don't really lose your job to injury unless it's poor play, unless somebody comes in and Wally Pips you. That's the whole. That's As where of it recent, comes in. Dak Prescott, Tony Romo, fair. Prescott right? came in there, won uh, eight, nine games in a row, and and Romo was like, "All right, man, what am I supposed to do here?" Yes, you so know what I mean. Like understanding that Chicago has a defense that is is surrendering a ton of points to opposing quarterbacks this season, and Aaron Rodgers being in a situation now where the the, the wheels came off on the season, we've just established that it's over. We don't need a a, a split in the fan base to say, "Hey." Jordan Love came in and looked really good. If Jordan Love comes in and lights up Chicago for 350 and four touchdowns, Rodgers is sitting there saying, like, well, I could have you know, that. <laughs> I could have done that. But at the same time, when they're looking at the dollar amount they're paying him, and it, it could just be a divide. You have to understand, maybe it's an ego thing. I do agree that there has to be a shred of ego attached to it if you're a competitive player and you're as good as Aaron Rodgers is. You would imagine there's an ego there. Right. Uh, but I don't think it's an ego in his case for this reason because it's his job. You want to go out there and perform. You want to go out there and have fun. It's still a football game at the end of the day. It's a kid's game. Everybody sort makes of. too much, and I do it with Matthew Stafford right now. I was thinking, like, if I if I was to watch somebody like me talk about Aaron Rodgers should retire, I think he's going to retire last year at this time, I'd be like, that idiot has no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. Why is he talking like that? Well, That's Tom, what I'm doing about I think Stafford. Tom said that in the chat. He so goes, I'm, none of us know so what I'm it comes trying, to. I, I, I'm understanding that. 100%. Like, right. I apologize to any Matthew Stafford fans. I apologize to him if he's watching this. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do. I'm just looking at it from a standpoint as what I would do or, you know, I, I think that Aaron Rodgers, he has every right to want to go out there and play football. Yeah, There is a healthy fear in place. They drafted Jordan Love in the first round, so they clearly expect him to be the heir apparent. 100%. Why would Rodgers want him to go in there and succeed? Even though he did come out on the McAfee show and say, oh, yeah, you know, it's like my little brother. It's like, well... You then know. let little brother get some burn, okay, against the Chicago Bears. Now, we're Mike White. Let from an organizational <laughs> standpoint, it makes all the sense in the world. You have to see what you have in Jordan Love because after this season, you're going to have to decide if you want to give him the fifth year option or not. I think the Packers have to do that regardless at this point because unless they, they have seen somebody enough. in their minds where they're like, "This guy's better." Who? 
I'm just saying. They don't even have a third quarterback on their roster. But I'm saying, like, coming out of college, right now they're sitting at, like, the ninth overall pick. They're not. They're low. They are, though. No, nine. I swear to God, yes. Nine? Yes. Wow, I'll take it. That's what okay, I'm saying. Cool. But no, like, no, 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 because the quarterbacks that I think are going to be the blue chippers, right, first three picks off the board. Maybe, maybe. But there's always that one third, guy. First three, I'm talking first, first that six. That floats. Yeah, but I don't think that the Packers are in that field right now. No way. But the problem is you won't figure that out if you don't give Love a shot to burn the rest of their, you know, Look, this year. Jordan Love is you probably just, Jordan Love is probably going to get that opportunity to for the fifth year option. He's going to get, he's gonna get right. it. Yeah, there's no the question about it. And there's a lot of football games to be played from now until next offseason. But the problem is they he's have really to not. decide by the end. Games left. Well, next offseason. Oh, so right. it's when like he would actually be a free agent if they didn't give him the fifth oh, year. Oh, okay, okay. I think the Packers, I don't know if they could shut Rodgers down and say, hey, you're done for the year. But they should They should shut him down for this week. We shall let's see. let's see Jordan Love light up Justin Fields. That's what I want to see. Yeah, so another guy in a, in a, a similar situation. I will say this really fast, though, yeah. guys. If if Aaron Rodgers does get shut down, or just on the, sh- on the chance that he does not play this week, you got to be in on Jordan Love right 100%. now. hundred percent. One hundred percent. Against Chicago, if you just saw Mike White did, yes. Based you on buy what we right just now. Saw, based on what we just saw, right, even if Jordan Love doesn't get the start this week, there's no expectations for him to do anything as of right now because Rodgers is saying. So it's a pretty safe investment to well, say. Hey, I was going to say, since, you, since you're thinking in the mindset that Jordan Love is the heir apparent, you're never going to get Jordan Love cheaper than you are yeah, right now. Today. So that's why it's... And, like, we could have talked about this last week, which we did. And we did bring it up briefly, maybe a couple times over the last two weeks. But, yeah, what Dave just said, if you're looking to be in on Jordan Love, you if Rodgers comes back and there's an announcement in the offseason, there might be another dip. There might be another dip if, if Rodgers goes this you week. You know, like... Once the offseason hits and then Rodgers comes back and say, comes out and says, oh, yeah, I'm going to come back next year, you will probably see another dip on Jordan Love where you'll be there will be another opportunity to buy, buy, buy low. Right. But that dip may not come because Rodgers may retire. We'll so there is reason for you to be in on him right now. There's only six weeks left. Yeah, I would say Jordan Love is – outside of Tua, I think Jordan Love or, or Hurts, I think they're probably, he might be the best buy at the position. I think so too. I think so. I'm, I'm well in on this. All right, so – we're talking about guys that could be shut down here. Now, we're moving on to somebody that's like, wait a minute, this makes zero sense. He's almost leading the league, if, if not leading the league in rushing, right? Josh Jacobs is having a career year. The Raiders are not. The Raiders are a, a dead-in-the-water team right now. There's no hope over there in Las Vegas to make a playoff is run. He dealing with a calf? That's he's, what I'm saying. He's, he's dealing with strain? a nagging injury for basically the entire season, right? Jacobs is getting worked. This year, more than ever, it's his contract year. They are going to work him to the bone, right? So why does he pop up on a list like this? Why is Josh Jacobs uh, a a candidate to be shut down going forward? Because right behind him, you have a couple guys, right? We've talked about um, Zamir White a couple times, and now Abdullah is also behind him, who had just three rushes, but 23 targets over the course of the year, Abdullah, out of the backfield. So that's another – that's for for the season, obviously. But, like, you know, there are – capable running backs if you're just trying to coast and get through this season and if you are going to pay josh jacobs if that's the guy that you want and want to invest long term talking about the raiders and listen like you know open up your ears here if you're investing in josh jacobs right now as the player is it time to shut him down because of the fact that if you keep working him to the bone he's not as valuable as he was right now yes the raiders are done like yeah, they're the done. Raiders, I mean, yeah, they're definitely done, 100% right? Done. 
There's two things here, too. Jacobs, I think, is the type of guy that he's, like, blue-collar, and he wants to play no matter what. He you see 100%, how he's, yeah. he's one of the tougher guys. He doesn't miss games. You know, durable as hell. But it's a financial thing here. It's business. From both sides, I think that if they both sat down and they said, hey, look, we're looking to make this happen for next season, and, the, and like the, the team gives Jacobs their confidence. And even if they don't, that should be more of a reason why the player is okay being shut down. Mm. I think the only thing that would get in here would not be necessarily be ego, but stubbornness, where he's the type of guy that he's just, no, I want to play, I want to do the right thing. And that's the type of guy I think Jacobs is. But, but it's not good if business. If anything, you're the kind of guy, and this is not calling out your character, but like I'm talking about like when college playoffs roll around. Shut it down. I'm not. Look, I support the decision of the player in almost all phases. If the player is the type of guy, I may not agree with it, I may do a certain thing. Like, I will always say, okay, I watch Derek Jeter. I like that he runs out every ground ball. I admire that. But I also understand why certain guys don't, and I, I understand and I admire that too. I think you need to play your game and be who you are, and I think that's important. I think that Josh Jacobs should sit because he already had a great season, right? He already proved it. He has nothing left, left to prove. The only thing that could happen now is he could get injured. And not only just injured and nicked up like he's dealing with, he could get injured, injured. He could blow an ACL. So back. And, then, yeah. and then we're talking about, is he even going to play next year at all? And if he does play next year at all, is he going to be worth paying? On a discount. Absolutely on not. a discount because yeah, he's coming you don't off injury. See it. And we see it all the time. We see it all the time in the NFL. Do the smart thing. You're dealing with an injury. At least, at the very least, mm -hmm. don't practice anymore. We could get agree. your Wednesdays off. Yeah. Get your yeah. Don't get, practice yeah, anymore, I'm, I'm, which is I'm what we might be seeing. One. He might be popped up on the injury report just because they're like, look, it's – We'll play. We'll see you on Sunday, Josh. Right. See you on Sunday. But if not, Amir Abdullah, I think Zamir White is more the guy that I think I, I takes agree. over the number one spot. I think Abdullah will be. They'll, they'll both see an uptick, but it's hard to say which one of these guys has has like the the favor of the coaching staff because Jacobs gets the ball every play. I agree. So we don't know who the number two is, really. Speaking of a guy with 55 targets and only 30 receptions, 449 yards, three touchdowns, Jerry Judy was the topic of conversation around the trade deadline, right? So the Broncos were trying to move him, or at least people were inquiring about his services. Now you have a Broncos team that is completely off the rails. There was a tweet yesterday. I don't know if it's true. Mm. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't confirm. I have to bring it up because I think it's one of the funniest, cringiest Things that we've heard all year. Russ? It was with Russ. Did you hear about this? Mm. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So I, I literally retweeted and said, this cannot be true. So Zachary Kruger. Uh, see, he's he's not a lot of. Actually, it's from Nick. Okay. So Nick Cosmiter. So covers in rights for the athletic. Yeah. Uh, well, legit. you know what, though? This has got to be parody at this point. Oh, because you, were, you just got you I, just got. Hacked. I got got. But he. Hack it. Hackett quote says, I told Russ he's got to stop saying things like, it's Russell Wilson time when the team is losing 17-3 the Panthers. It upsets the guys, and he knows it. <laughs> it's definitely not true, but it is. <laughs> I love Twitter. Twitter's a beautiful, magical place. Uh, but anyway, so the Broncos are off the rails. I had to bring that up because I think it's hilarious. Uh, and, and this actually stems from Hackett saying, I talked to Russ. I talked to the defensive lineman. We're all good. It's an emotional game. That's it. But this guy was like, I also said, <laughs> yeah, that's great. By the way, I, I should follow that account. Um, but as far as the Broncos are concerned, just like we talked about the Raiders, just so coincidentally talking about the AFC West, they're they're dead in the water. Yeah, I think the Broncos all agreed, like, 
right around halftime of week one to shut it down. Right? They shut <laughs> so, it down already a long time so ago. So Jerry Judy, though, um, that's a topic of conversation for a guy that's, again, looking for a, either a restart with Denver next year or, or a new team in, in the offseason. Jerry Judy is a guy we think should maybe shut it down for the year. I think that Jerry Judy is going to play, right? He's been injured in and out of the lineup. I understand that it's still a business. I don't think he's valuable enough, not to say that he doesn't have the value, but where he's at in his contract, the reason why they were looking to shop Jerry Judy at the deadline, which they weren't able to, so clearly were they actually, were they just putting out feelers? I think the price tag was maybe too high bit, for others. Which like means that Dallas they, was in on him for a second. Which means that they would trade him if they got a, a massive haul if back. the price is they right, They weren't Bob doing Parker. that. So I don't know how serious they are about trading Jerry Judy. And we're talking about, like, who are they going to bring in? Kenny Hamler? I don't mm -hmm. know that Kenny Hamler's. He is Hamler he right is. now has he 14 is, targets, seven catches, 165 yards. He is who he is. For he the is. Broncos, he's probably leading the team. I like Cortland Sutton, though. Seven catches leads the team, probably. <laughs> no, it's terrible. <laughs> I think Jerry Judy doesn't get shut down, but he might just get hurt because he's in and out of the games. And I don't know. I, I don't know that he necessarily fits this one, if I'm being honest. I think a Leonard Fournette is a more of a guy that has okay. the potential to get shut down. I think running backs are the ones that are like, look, I'm done. You know, there's I only a certain I, amount of games I, I that these guys I get. Have a, I have a very good one, I think, a very good high debate one. Travis Etienne, Etienne, however you want to say it, right? This is an interesting one because he gets hurt last week. Hasty comes in, lights the world on fire, right? Like, everybody likes Hasty scoring touchdowns left and right, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the Jaguars, I'll just ask you straight up. Tanking. That's not a thing, right? No. It's not. It's not. I've never believed in it. I've never been one of those guys who are like, if we just lose this amount more, uh, this many more games, we'll get a better draft. But, like, I don't think no. any, like, the fan base can think like that, but these players are playing for their jobs and their, their financial security think, for the rest of their think, lives. I don't think, especially when you bring in a new regime in year one, right? These guys aren't tanking in year one with Doug Peterson. And right now we have Trevor Lawrence. You have your franchise quarterback. Typically, if you're going to tank, it's going to be for the quarterback. And that's not even a real thing either. Right. That's just a, a fan base thing. And, and it's consolation when you take L's and your season's over. It's like, okay, I'm, they hurt less because you're a better draft pick now. But... Tanking is not a real thing. Tanking is certainly not real when you have Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. That's just bad for the culture. You do not want to start his career off with an 0-18. It's just not a good look. When we're looking at things later on down the line, you're going to wish you hadn't tanked early. But I think Travis Etienne makes sense for them to not play him because it's not tanking. He's already dealt with a season-ending injury last year. Right. Technically, right? he's on his rookie year right now. What's the point? We, we, we understand that this guy could play ball, right? He fits the bill. He's the he's a clear RB1 in this league. The Jaguars aren't going anywhere. They don't necessarily have a guy, I think, waiting in the wings to take over. I think Jermichael Hasty is who They've just brought over Hasty. But what it shows me is that he's at and least they traded away to, James Robinson. They, they're at least able to win a football game with ETN on the bench. Going forward, if they lose all the rest, oh, well, no big deal. You draft alignment to help protect ETN next year. There's no reason to do it. I say you shut him down. I hope they don't for my fantasy leagues, but <laughs> I would do it if I was the Jaguars. But if you're, again, these are the reason why we bring these things up because of the mojo market on how these things work. Meaning, if your guy is ruled out, if your guy doesn't play, if the guy that you've invested in does get shut down, there will be a dip. So therefore, if you think you agree with any of the things that we've said today, this is the time to short these players. Because if the, the dip happens, that's, that's when you make your money. Yeah, I mean... Right? Is that that's how it's, it works? It's tough. It's tough, and I understand we're we're saying like guys that might get shut down. 
I don't think any player or any coach is really going to these guys yet and saying, hey, you know, we might shut you down. Maybe the Raiders with Jacobs, if they're having that conversation behind mm -hmm. closed doors about the contract. But I think that would be the only time. Mm -hmm. um, but that's a difficult topic to broach when you've got a player. It's like we have to talk contract, but we also think we should maybe sit you down for a little bit. The Raiders, if they have no plans to sign him long term, then they have no interest in shutting him down. That's true, too. That's it's very true. Yeah. You know, look okay. at the Milwaukee Brewers did the Sabathia, that one NLCS. They pitched him every three days for 180 <laughs> pitches, and that's how that went. So basically, the reason why we did this conversation is because of the fact that it's getting late in the season. While we say that everybody's banged up, everybody's absolutely banged up. It's just a matter of situation, a matter of if you think that these guys are going to stick around for a little while. Like, it's just, again... One of those conversations to be had about these big superstar players like a Rodgers who have a successor waiting in the wings. It, these are just so, yeah, things to just I, pay attention to. I guess I'll touch a little bit on a takeaway here, main takeaway. And you were kind of just talking about how maybe it's time to short these players. That might be a risk because if they do play and do well, then you lose. But I think a little safer of a play here might be to invest long on all the backups of the guys that we talked about. because Truth. Because if they, don't, if they don't play, then they're still just in their same role. It's not You might lose a little bit of percentage points, but you're not going to lose a ton because That's true. Okay. They didn't, That's a better they're not play. playing. And then if they happen to start the next four games, then you're going to see a, a potential spike, so an increase. So that's where I would go here. I would be in on Abdullah and Zamir White, possibly Zamir White as like a really low, because if he does get the start, he's super low in terms of his ability to jump up will be there. Um and I would say Hasty and Jordan Love we talked about. We didn't talk about this guy. Leonard Fournette. Well, I did bring him up, and then you cut, but we don't did have I, the I, graphic. Did I crush him, him on that one? Did I you crush did, your, you did, crush you your hopes and so dreams? Rashad White. Yeah. We've already talked about him, though. We should be invested on Rashad White anyway. I, mean, I think on, he's I'm the starter, clear-cut starter on Tampa next year. We don't know who the quarterback will be, but it'll probably be Derek Carr. Eh. <laughs> maybe Derek Rod Carr. Maybe Rodgers. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. All right, you can do us a favor right now and follow Mojo right this second. You can do that on social media by heading on over to Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Mojo. Very easy, four letters, not hard to find. And, of course, join the Discord. That's the conversation that's you know kind of had every day on these specific conversations, the, the ones we were just having about going short, long, anything to that uh, you know variation as far as uh, who to beef up your portfolio right now. Right beef. now it is bulking season. Um, I only have four guys in my uh, portfolio right now, but I I plan on adding some more and of course spring a little jordan love action i like I it i like Dave's that a lot going with this yeah no of course do that just get yourself invested right now in a jordan love and of course do it responsibly all right do us that favor don't go crazy but go so crazy words, at the same time. your entire bank account. yes everything everything you have your on mortgage your future no, 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 everything no. on jordan love so for dave sturgeo and chris gucci this has been another episode of the mojo market report we're back here tomorrow with what i think might be all Thursday games aside, this is the one on the schedule where you're like, nice job, NFL. It's the Bills. It's the Patriots. It's a fantastic matchup. AFC East on the line. Here's Hear me out. If the Patriots beat the Bills and the Dolphins lose to the 49ers and Mike White can go into Minnesota and win, next Monday we'll be talking about the first place New York football Jets. That's a true fact. Tiebreakers aside, the Jets control their own. No, they don't. They actually they need a lot of help. But we could be talking about it. Is Mike White a play this week? We'll talk about that Friday when we preview the slate of games. But, again, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow.